Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am here, as always, with Jeff Freed, our Chief Technology Officer. Jeff, hello, and how are you, sir? Hello. Good to talk to you again, Pete. Uh, Today, we are going to be taking on SharePoint 2016 Search, and we have a special guest new to the show to help us through this conversation. Agnes Molnar is CEO of Search Explained, dedicated to helping businesses solve problems via search-driven intranets, dashboards, and other business-critical applications. She's an author on this very subject. Her first book, SharePoint 2016 Search Explained, is due in just a few short weeks and available for pre-order now. Links in the show notes. And you can find Agnes at searchexplained.com or right here today on Shared Insights. Agnes, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pete. Welcome, everyone. I am very glad and excited to be here. As of May 4th, Agnes, SharePoint 2016 hit general availability. Uh, As a toast to your book's pending release, why don't you kick us off with some of the key points that you are most excited about as organizations move to this new version, would you? You are right. I am absolutely excited. Otherwise, I would not have this book. What I am most excited about is this whole concept of hybrid search and this hybrid architecture from the point of view of uh, findability of information. As you know, organizations move more and more to cloud with their content with their applications and the findability and the cloud and on-premises systems being separated uh, had been a bigger and bigger problem. And Microsoft provides a very, very good uh, new way uh, for uh, this problem with this new hybrid search solution. And I think this is one of the most important big things in the new version of, uh, of SharePoint. The, the next thing which is very, very nice and good to see is how solid and how nice the release uh, has been. I have been on the TAP program for SharePoint 2016, which means uh, I've been using it for, for about a year now. Yeah, and me too. And so, I think we've been kicking it up, kicking it uh, quite heavily and... You know, I've, I've found this to be much more solid at this point in the game than any previous release. Jeff, who do you think is going to be most excited about this? I mean, it seems like, you know, when you talk about sort of the ruggedness of the release, it seems like from an administrative and infrastructure perspective, you know, these IT and system folks are going to be thrilled. Of course, we're coming at this from the perspective of search today. And so, you know, it very much rolls down to new features we'll talk about in terms of end user accessibility to search tools. But who do you think is, is you know, jumping up and down the most? I think this is first and foremost an IT. Pro release, meaning it, it's about a solid infrastructure. Um, there are certainly new user experience elements. A lot of it I would characterize as sort of back to basics. Um, you know, I did a webinar, which you'll find on BA Insights site, called The Good, Bad, and Ugly of SharePoint 2016. Uh, there certainly are some warts, but IT pros are very excited about the ability to patch with zero downtime, better compliance in which there's a lot of features, most of which are search-driven, and user experience is just simpler and easier. I concur with Agnes about hybrid being probably the most exciting part of SharePoint 2016. 
Well, do you want to walk us through just a little bit of background on hybrid, Jeff? We've done a whole podcast on that, but when you talk about search and the things that you're excited about in SharePoint 2016, if if cloud hybrid search is the big one, uh, let's talk a little bit about what people have to look forward to. Well, as as we had earlier in the show, uh, it's uh, an ability simply to get first and foremost a unified view of things wherever they are, and hybrid can connect through links, which is, for example, how you connect into Yammer from SharePoint on-prem, or through search, which is how, for example, uh, the unified e-discovery in SharePoint and the new compliance center with what's called data loss prevention works. You know, Agnes, I was joking with somebody about that last night. Data loss prevention doesn't actually prevent data loss. Pray tell. What? Pray tell. What does <laughs> it, it simply, do? <laughs> it's, it detects, it's a pattern-based search that detects sensitive patterns. Is there a social security number or a uh, phone number or a sensitive word that's found in content? Might be in your email, might be in files, might be in some external system, and then that's flagged and brought to your attention. So it's, it's, uh, it's quite, quite useful. But I, I joke because it, it is called data loss prevention. Something I know is near and dear to Agnes's heart as, as mine is the discovery features that come through a thing called the office graph in a hybrid configuration. So simply uh, from the user experience, being able to do those is big. The other element, of course, is that most people don't provision search with enough resources. It's, uh, search is really a hog in the SharePoint architecture. So the ability to have Microsoft run it on your behalf and have a savings and footprint has a lot of IT folks very excited. Agnes, why don't you uh, jump in on that one? I, I imagine that this new capability is is really going to help you um, leverage some some great new solutions for your clients related to their own search implementation. How so? Well, actually, this is this is very true. Uh, so what I have seen is many many clients um, have some challenges or pain points that they don't even think can be solved by search. They have some business problems. And then it turns out that the solution can be really a search-driven or uh, search-driven solution, which is actually not the classical 10 blue line search experience, but something that helps them to find and and helps them helps them to uh, discover the information. So everything that is uh, related to information discovery and findability is 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 very much there. And what I really find to be exciting is that figuring out those points when customers don't even think that that a problem can be solved by search and in the end we uh, solve it uh, with the the search-driven solution and I can see more and more of that but the first thing is they they have to start. Uh, they have to start thinking about it. Just recently, uh, I've been working with a manufacturing company. They what what they needed was some very nice uh, dashboards which displayed aggregated information, charts and maps and diagrams. And some of those information could be collected by reporting tools. Some of them even by some BI tools. Uh, but uh, the best thing was that uh, some of those information could be collected by search because 
uh, it was uh, the the easiest way and this company this organization really didn't even uh, thought about it uh, th didn't even think about uh, this they just wanted to get that information presented to to the managers and and they very very happy and actually the managers themselves don't even at, at the moment don't even know that uh, they are using something search and dashboards that's fantastic it's the hidden the hidden tools uh, that that they don't even understand are benefiting their business that come from these kinds of of upgrades um, jeff when you when you think about and i think it was just last week you mentioned this whole future of sharepoint initiative uh, how how does all of this relate to the changing nature of sharepoint in microsoft's uh, perspective well there's certainly a lot going on and the future of sharepoint which has a whole it, we should do a whole nother show on that, um, includes a lot of innovation that uses intelligent discovery. A lot of it is tied to this thing called the Office Graph, which is a search facility aimed really at discovery and using machine learning to suggest things to you. Lots of places you look in the new SharePoint online capabilities are tied back to that. And all of them will be applicable to hybrid. And in fact, uh, most of it will come in some form on-prem because, you know, one point I wanted to make is about SharePoint 2016, uh, even though we may find hybrid the most exciting element, there's still a, quite a number of folks that want to just make sure they have a good future on-premise. And that's a key part both of SharePoint 2016 and this future of SharePoint initiative unveiled uh, regular feature packs coming on-prem. So actually a faster release cycle than we've ever had before. I also find this intelligent discovery to be very useful for, for the people. Uh, we, we do have crazy information overload and being able to discover information rather than finding it in the traditional uh, way gets more and more important. And I, I, I totally agree with Jeff that uh, getting those features on premises is also really important. And this uh, new and more agile way of being able to upgrading on premises is, is very, very important. And it's, it's actually, I think it's really, really amazing. So we have this open question then about the 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 changes, this future of SharePoint, and and you know the relationship between on-prem and hybrid, and uh, its sufficiency for enterprise search. Is is this enough for enterprise search, Agnes? No, definitely not. Why? Uh, I think the the new SharePoint uh, can provide a very nice platform for enterprise search, which means it's a it's a nice basics for enterprise search and but we still need other additional elements uh, for example as i said this as i as i have just mentioned this uh, uh, management dashboard uh, although a part of this was really search driven but we still needed additional elements search itself was not enough but if we just think about uh, another example for example uh, there is a a uh, pharma company, which I also um, used to work uh, last year, 
they also had many, many additional challenges with uh, connectivity, also with uh, the user experience and, and everything. So we, we, we have a kind of nice uh, platform, a nice basics in SharePoint, but we also need some additional, additional elements and additional modules on the top of it. You know, we have been working with Microsoft uh, for a year in the tap, and actually even longer on hybrid search because that's how you know, we've been very much uh, in our circle. So we had support for SharePoint 2016 very early, uh, within a few days of the GA release. It's really important to us because, first of all, we see a lot more companies running SharePoint 2016. I estimate there were probably almost... 5,000 companies running SharePoint 2016 preview. As, as an aside, how fast is that compared to your experience with past updates? Well, SharePoint has traditionally been on a three-year cycle with many people sort of waiting for the first service pack to make sure that sure. You know, the water is, you know, is, is the water safe. Uh, so this is about three times the number of folks at the point of GA wow. running it. So for, our, for BA Insight, you know, we want to make sure everybody can take advantage of our products, and we, we hopped on it very early. And that's we've also seen very early up, uptake with quite a number of customers jumping on 2016, either for hybrid or there are also a lot of capacity increases in search. The number of things you can put in a single uh, index is now half a billion, which is significantly bigger. So it's a, it's a great example. There's not radical changes for people. So it's easier to adopt, but there's benefits for IT as well as some benefits for the end users. And uh, I, uh, I see people adopting it more quickly, especially because they now understand that that's now going to be the platform on which they get new stuff that comes uh, effectively cloud first and then brought down on-prem. Any exciting uh, customer cases of these early adopters working with the uh, BA Insight tools that uh, that you can share? Yeah, plenty. Um, and I'll say, watch this space. Uh, we typically have case studies that are published, et cetera. There's a, uh, a material science company that's global, based in the Netherlands, that's already live with uh, BA Insight's connectors with uh, this cloud hybrid search, uh, using the same thing to light up Delve. There's uh, quite a number of our existing customers um, that have either upgraded or are in the process of upgrading for one thing or another. Typically, it's for a capacity increase because the limits on various parts of SharePoint, not just search but others, uh, were, were raised significantly. We've got five or six customers that are running and working towards a go-live on a cloud hybrid search with common metadata and and connectors because the the, the imperative for sort of cross repository views or a unified view seems like it's going up that the more you have in the cloud the more you have in special sort of silos of information in the cloud and bring those together is uh, is part of what we do Agnes, let's talk a little bit about uh, analytics. Uh, we're we're hearing a lot about analytics and insight. What is what is going on here with analytics and the opportunity that comes with um, this latest version regarding analytics? Can you share some shed some light on that for us? 
Absolutely, yes. Uh, basically, there are different levels of analytics in, in uh, this SharePoint and hybrid environment. And I mean, infrastructure, application behavior, or even organizational analytics. And my favorite one is definitely Dev Analytics. Jeff has just mentioned uh, Dev, which is a very, very nice motivation to bring people into this new SharePoint 2016 hybrid uh, thing. But also not, not only the Dev as a user uh, experience, but also the, the analytics that we can find out uh, can be very useful for teams, uh, for uh, groups, and even for the persons uh, using uh, search. And uh, also we can find more and more insights in uh, Office 365, uh, which, which also provides uh, a very nice business value to each organization. And I believe that besides and further to the traditional search analytics tools, those uh, insights can provide great business value to, to the organizations. And, and, and I am really excited to see uh, more and more uh, success stories of them. Jeff, what's your sense to the changes, if any, to traditional search analytics inside of SharePoint 2016? I'm sad to say that there are no major improvements to the search or web analytics that are in SharePoint. Part of this is that the attention is on doing stuff in in the cloud. And part of it is simply that there are solutions from partners that have sort of filled in the gap. So, for example, a lot of the infrastructure level reports, is this service running or not, are much better in the cloud. And there's a new API for doing, uh, looking at things on-prem in SharePoint 2016. But looking at how did people visit was, you know, what's the utilization of content? It, are the, you know, the traditional sort of web analytics about visits and the search reports are, are still poor. So, you know, B Insight has had a product in this area called Smart Analytics. I'm always watching with working with Microsoft to make sure that we add value in areas that Microsoft doesn't. At the same time, I'm sad to say that Microsoft hasn't invested in it. I'm happy to say that we've B Insight has done even more on this with uh, 2016. So much of this sounds just like a, a change in motivations driven by a number of internal, uh, you know, business needs and requirements and, and the direction of growth at Microsoft and and a, a function of kind of the direction of um, large-scale computing. How is this changing search? Uh, you know, if we look at it more at a, at a fundamental level, uh, how is it changing search related to Microsoft's, you know, position in search, and uh, this is sort of a free for all. Anybody want to jump in first? Well, my answer is it depends. I mean, it's yes or no, and no at the same time. So uh, search is changing a lot, but at the same time, the basics are the same. We still have the same uh, needs. We same still have the same patterns of uh, problems. We still have uh, the same uh, algorithms uh, behind everything. But at the same time, as the word. Uh, changes and the business uh, challenges and business problems uh, change, we definitely need uh, new and new search experience, which, as I, as I really like to mention, uh, is more 
towards to findability and discovery of information. So while we were happy to get the 10 Blue Lines experience a couple of years ago, today this is not enough. Although the, the business problem and uh, the, the, of course the business problem uh, evolves, but at the same time we still have the same uh, technical problem to solve uh, to provide a tool to the users that can help them getting their everyday jobs done by providing the most relevant uh, information for their tasks. All right, Jeff, it's your turn. Is is fundamentally search changing, and 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 how so? Yes, it's changing, and it's changing both in the algorithms and the technology. I mean, I would say classical big four, cloud, mobile, social, big data, all have a big impact on search. The rise in social networks means that you can make search that's relevant based upon being connected with people. The rise in in cloud, we've already talked about with hybrid and more silos and more computing capability. Mobile has a whole set of new challenges for people that are working with sort of one thumb and one eyeball. And that brings up a lot of sort of natural language and very tight relevance. And, you know, big data is effectively what's behind the machine learning that's in Delve. So there's there's definitely new algorithms and new technology that is being applied to this this crazy long-standing problem. I mean, search has been around as a difficult area since the 1950s, and I think the the same patterns and of needs and problems that Agnes was talking about are the flip side. That there's still many many people that are trying to walk before they run. All of these great new algorithms don't change the fact that you still need to attend to your content and you still need to to pay some attention. So I think the the folks that are struggling with the basics may feel left behind as all of the technologists and vendors talk about these very fancy algorithms and experiences. And my advice to people is, you know, make sure the basics are down solid and get some good education and attention around where the content is, what the experience is that you're trying to accomplish, and then you'll be able to take advantage of some really fancy and exciting new stuff. What's your sense of how uh, how chicken and the egg the the search market is right now? It seems to me that the expectations of findability of users, whether consumer users or business users, enterprise users, the expectation of what they can find and when they can find it is becoming more demanding more quickly. Oh, yes. Is that I mean, your I, sense? In, I used to work in search, uh, in, in speech recognition, and there... There was a steady 15% per year improvement, which compounded is amazing. There was a point at which people, something started to work and then they wanted more. Search isn't as nicely measured. It's not as homogenous as speech recognition because it's so many different things. But it's been getting better and better and better and better, both in the technology and the practices. The issue is that we're getting overwhelmed by more and more content of, you know, more variety and volume and velocity and our expectations are going up. So in many cases, it feels like you're standing still or even going backwards. And I've certainly heard people talk about, for example, search being dead. Maybe I'm uh, too much in the industry itself, but uh, 
I see it as very vibrant. Uh, the, the challenge is that the problem doesn't stand still. Uh, there is a conference over in uh, Singapore, which is about knowledge management and every kind of different aspects uh, in knowledge management from big data through uh, creating taxonomies, everything you can imagine and even more. And I've been on the program board of, of uh, this conference and also uh, presenting at this conference. And last year was a very nice experience because uh, I was the only speaker on SharePoint search. There were other speakers of uh, open source search, uh, Solar, Elastic, and, and many more. So basically, we had a nice line of search uh, presentations at this knowledge management conference. And my expectation was that, okay, search is important from the perspective of, of knowledge management, but uh, the experience of being there and attending those sessions and discussions and everything was a very nice uh, surprise for me from the perspective of realizing that search is and and finding the information is really one of the most important thing if not the number one most important thing from the perspective of knowledge management and this was one of the most important conclusion of the whole conference we had very nice discussions on it we had very nice de even debates on on search and findability but we all agreed uh, that that search is the number number one thing that we have to implement well in order to be successful with information management and knowledge management and everything i can i can see the the same trend with my customers as well as long as they get to the point that of get to the point of reali realizing that they need search so the first thing is that organizations have to realize that they need search and after that they have a kind of aha moment and and getting to the point that hey search is one of the most important things and seeing this process and seeing this trend is is really exciting well this is it's a fantastic uh, conversation and as you say trend particularly given where the industry that you both serve where can agnes where can people learn more about uh, the book do you want to share anything about the book that is to come and and uh, talk a little bit about the other sort of uh, classes trainings yes, that you offer uh, absolutely i am happy to do so so definitely uh, the book is av uh, available from the 15th of uh, june a couple of more days from today uh, but people already can uh, pre-order it on Amazon and other ebook platform at the moment it is an ebook only but uh, I am already working on the paper book version so it's getting uh, published hopefully very soon as well if you visit uh, searchexplain.com the the website uh, you can find every information about uh, the book uh, how you can buy it where you can buy it and everything and also we just uh, released a new training program called search explained academy which also can be found at searchexplain.com and many many new things are coming so just stay tuned and get there and subscribe to the newsletter and you will know everything. 
Well, there you go. And I will put links to all of these things in the show notes for this particular show. Jeff, what about you? Where should we be sending people to get more information about the role that BA Insight serves in, uh, in, in helping to advance the SharePoint infrastructure at your organization? Well, the, uh, the obvious place to start is, is at the BA Insight website. Um, we try to make it informative and uh, include as well just information about how to be successful with search, not the least of which is to talk to Agnes. If you have any questions, it's also quite simple to just drop an email or or text us at BA Insight. Or I actually am starting to get people who who tweet questions. Um, we're happy to uh, to work with you on, on almost any front related to uh, search and search-driven intranets. How, how often, Jeff, are you manning the uh, Twitter account yourself? Uh, probably one day a week. Do you take a shift? Well, I definitely take a shift. <laughs> I, I'd like to say one day a week, but it ends up, I guess, think I get the graveyard shift. <laughs> Well, there you go. So uh, d- depending on where you are in the world, there's a good chance you might get Jeff up overnight and tweeting, which everybody knows is, is certainly a recipe for Twitter success. <laughs> Sleeplessness. <laughs> Hey, thank you uh, both. Agnes, uh, thank you so much for taking your time to uh, join us today. It's just a treat to to talk with you. Thank you. It's my pleasure, Pete. And th- thank you, Jeff. You too. Yes, you too. Have a uh, wonderful day. And, and to all the uh, listeners, come back for the next episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget, you can listen right on the website uh, over at BAinsight.com or subscribe for free in your podcast application of choice. That's it. On behalf of Jeff Fried and Agnes Molnar, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. Thank you.